9 o'clock, but I wanted to do something a little different. I'm actually <laughs> live on two completely different platforms, so if you see me looking very ADHD, it's because I'm jumping back and forth between Facebook and I'm jumping back and forth between Instagram. So here's the deal. Um, normally I'd do a podcast with a guest right now, but tonight I wanted to do something a little different. I wanted to involve you guys directly in the podcast. And so here, here's how it works. Uh, I'll probably keep this kind of short, 20 minutes, 30 minutes maybe. But if you've got a question, uh, go ahead and drop it right there in the chat, and I will do my best to answer that question. Um, pretty much nothing's off lim- nothing is off limits, so I'm an open book. Uh, so would love to hear from you guys. I sp- and I'll also be kicking a lot of shout-outs tonight. So big ups to Phil Fox and Emmett Fowler and Steve Forstein over on Facebook. Uh, I've got a ton of people over here on Instagram. Cove 8, what's my favorite verse? My man Big E just jumped in from Lab West, crossover. My man uh, Tommy Colonin. And someone just asked the question, who is one person you haven't worked with that you would love to? I get this one a lot. Um, I always kind of say two people that I wish I I had worked with. One mainstream, that's Sting. I'm a huge police fan. Uh, But two, that would be uh, Toby Mac on the Christian music side. So, um, another question. Uh, Jacoby Cotton says, how are you staying connected to God right now? How am I staying connected to God? That is a good question. Um, I have found that what has been super helpful for me is getting up super early. I say for me, super early is anywhere between 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. Um, and just before the day begins, before things go crazy, I sit literally right here where I'm sitting right now uh, with a very strong cup of coffee and my thoughts and my Bible and, uh, and I talk to God and I read His Word. You know what I mean? Um, so that's probably the two biggest things that have been keeping me connected. Uh, Alan Jones right here on Facebook says, Who are your musical inspirations? That's, that's a gigantic question. That's everybody from... Um, music inspirations. Probably everybody from classic 80s hip-hop, 90s hip-hop to... That's too wide, man. Like, my musical tastes are so far and wide. Um... You know what I mean? So it's really hard. It's musical inspiration. Yeah, I mean, it used. I used to be just golden age hip hop, but now it's it's a little bit of everything. I've found inspiration in a little bit of everything. Let me take a question over here on Instagram. Uh, Big boy Nathan says, "What's my favorite album?" Probably. I don't know if I have a favorite, but as much as the one that really is probably really close to me is the Jonah album, just because. Um, uh, the Jonah album is super. Close to me, just because it just the time when it came out was a big deal. So, without going into further detail, definitely the Jonah album. Uh, we got a bunch of people jumping on Facebook here now. Uh, my cousin Mary is in the is in the chat. Um, Jeff Adams is here. Awesome. Joy Freeman is here. Front flips galore. Says Jeff Adams. Shut up, Jeff. Um, Justin Tracy, great question. Any thoughts on the lyricism and dope hip-hop in the musical Hamilton? Maybe you don't want to hear my answer about this. I think the Hamilton musical... uh, Yeah, I'm not really... I get For what it is, I think it's great. I would not put it in the same vein of albums that I consider lyrical or pieces of 
art that I consider lyrical. I mean, look, if you could take Alexander Hamilton, a uh, president, and make that interesting, more power to you. And they did. Um, but it just didn't do much to me. You know, it didn't do much for me. Um, yeah, it's, it's odd. It's, yeah, I don't know what to say. Um, my laptop is dying very quickly. I'm going to have to get a battery out of here. I'm, this is going to be a very short Facebook chat. Um, have I listened to Dayton's new album? Uh, I heard some of the singles when he did it live. I've not yet listened to the album yet. I need to, though. That's definitely a shout-out to my man Dayton. More questions on Facebook. This is an all... For those that are just jumping in, this is an all... Uh, this is going to be an all Q&A driven podcast. So, um, Emmett says, now that you're not doing live shows, did that have an effect on your emotions as you get depressed, sad, etc.? Well, where there's a will, there's a way, right? Um, strangely enough, I just did a drive-in concert at our church Saturday. Uh, I did a quarantine concert about a month ago. Um... Which was, you know, enough that was like, you know, to keep the the bug going, so to speak. Um, so yeah, um, I don't know if I got depressed as much as I just got a little anxious for it. You know what I mean? Uh, I really got to go grab my charger. So I'm gonna play you guys something. Hopefully you can hear this. This is a track that I'm working on with my man Poetics, and uh, I want to get somebody on this track. To uh, I want to get somebody on this track to do a guest feature. So I'm going to play you guys something exclusive. And um, you tell me who you think would be dope on this track. And I will be right back with my charger. Alright. I'll be back, guys. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe in now that you could. I believe anything I need that you could. Give me peace for some free now and that you would. Call through so I want my peace in my hood. Uh, not believing that you planned this. Not believe that I shoot that I can't miss. I believe you're the god of second chances. So I'ma stand strong, plus I'm knowing that I can't slip. Sometimes they don't last, but the people do. That's why I'm seeking you. Know you see me through. Uh, I felt a peace when I speak to you. That's all I see in you, like every time I'm seeing you. I might struggle, but I never lose. They don't see you move, they just get confused. Uh, so they thinking that you never troll. But you're the one I'm holding to, you gon' get me through. Uh, I believe. I believe. I believe. When I can't see, well, I believe. I believe. You know that I believe. I believe. And when I can't see, well, I believe. Alright, there we go. It's a track I wrote during the quarantine. Um, and then we kind of revamped it, so. Uh, let's take some more questions. I had to pull this <laughs> I had to pull this as far close to the door as possible to get to keep this charging. It's, I don't know, I'm sorry. Anyway, I'm super distracted. Let's keep it going here. Uh, got a bunch of questions on here. Nick says Eminem would kill that track. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen, but thanks for the suggestion. Um, Corin Gibson is in here. That's awesome. Uh, Corin, 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 Corin Gibson. 
Uh, Flame would sound good, somebody said. As an independent artist, what more can I do to get my product out there? That is the uh, million dollar question. Uh, I don't know if I have a perfect answer for that outside of just saying the best thing you can do is be consistent and find your own sound and hustle hard. That's about all I can say. That's the best things you can do as an indie artist. Um, let's go over here to Instagram and take some questions. Uh, so, for anybody that's asking, you can actually jump on that track by becoming a patron on my Patreon, on the Backstage Pass tier. Head over to patreon.com forward slash kd52. The track is up there along with the instrumental. You can submit that to me by 531 and we'll put you on it. So I'm actually debating, I've been kicking around the idea of doing a collaborations part two. So an entire project of collaborations with indie artists on tracks like those. You know what I mean? That's kind of the idea. Uh, so if you're interested, get on it. Alright? Um, I Sing About Love says, would you rap over an acoustic guitar? I've done like a zillion songs on acoustic guitars. Come on, man. I guess maybe you mean by myself, by itself? Just just acoustic guitar? That'd be kind of weird. I don't know. Uh, Sean Martins just asked, what's your personal favorite project? I just answered it, but I'll answer it again. Jonah was probably my favorite. Um, Richie Shannon on Facebook says, KJ, we know you're an amazing rapper, but do you sing as well? I can do melodies, and I write a lot of my singing choruses and stuff, but I'm not a... I mean, it would be auto-tuned out if I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Micah Tramp says, when are you hitting up your next cruise gig? I don't plan on going on a cruise anytime soon, that's for sure. Uh, let's keep it moving here. More questions. I Sing About Love on Instagram says, who's your favorite rapper? Whew, that's a tough one. Who is my favorite rapper? I would have to say, I can't name you my favorite because it changes, but I could probably name you my top five or top ten. Um, my top five is going to be Rakim, Karis One, Common, Nas. Who's up there? Who else is up there? I'm trying to say a fifth one. I'm blanking out on a fifth one. I'm trying to think who would be my fifth... Because when I think of MC, my favorite rapper, I'm not thinking rappers, I'm thinking MCs. It's a difference. I'll have to come back to that. Uh, let's keep it moving. Another question. My man Pac on the mic is here. He said me. You're a doofy. You're a, doof, you're a doofball. That's a goofy doofball. You're a goofy doof. You're a goofball. <laughs> uh, more questions from Facebook. Where's the Mountain Dew? Do you remember your song on the DJ Madge mixtape? I did two on DJ Magic's mixtape. So... Um, yes, I do remember the songs I did on there. <laughs> Where's the Mountain Dew? I haven't drank that crap in 18 years, man. I keep telling you guys this. But you can get the Mountain Dew remix on my Patreon. So, Joe, go over to patreon.com forward slash KJ52. Justin Tracy says, which do you enjoy more, freestyle or writing verses? See, now that's a good question. Um, I love both aspects of it. You know what I mean? But if I had to pick just one, forever, like if I was stuck, like I could never freestyle again or never write again, I'd have to go with writing. I'd probably be, I would probably pick writing over freestyling because honestly, you can. I, I like to have cohesive thoughts that have like beginning and end, so that's more writing driven than anything. So, 
Uh, for those that are just jumping in, don't really know what's going on here, I'm doing a live KJ podcast right now. So essentially how this works, this is going to be all question and answer based. If you got a question, drop it below and I'll kick you a shout out. And um, yeah, I'm sitting here on my porch right now. So if I look like super erratic and like distracted, it's because I'm going Instagram live over here and I'm going Facebook over here. So anyway, uh, Nick Mason says, have you ever heard of NF? If not, you should check him out. Awesome. Is he on the internet? I'll definitely check him out. Um, Brian Kiesling says, how old were you when you were doing your first album? I was, uh, did my first EP when I was 19, did my first album when I was, I was 97, so I've been 22, 22, 22 sounds right. Uh, my man, Tommy Clonin is over here, um, shout out from Australia, when are you coming? I love your work, no time soon. <laughs> Uh, favorite collaboration you heard that you wish you did? Favorite collaboration you heard that you wish you did? Um, favorite collaboration that I heard that I wish I did? That is a great question. What is a f I'm trying to think of something that I heard that I was like, dang, I should have done that. I can't, I don't know if I can think of a favorite collaboration that I wish I did. I can tell you a song that I think I should, I wish I'd done was Thrift Shop by Malcolm Moore. And I know that sounds like a really random thing to say, but like the aesthetics of what he did on that song, like, and the video, and like, the fact it's like super tongue-in-cheek, and it flips materialism on its head, and it's like super sarcastic, like, that's one of the few songs that I heard, and I was like, I should have wrote that. You know, not that I even have been a big in Thrift Shop guy, but, you know what I mean? Um... Let's get some more questions on Facebook. Did Eminem ever get back to you? You need to read my book, sir. Or you can just go listen to it on Spotify. What happened was the mixtape. Um, have I listened to Brian Trejo? If so, what do you think of his style? This is from Steven Stevenson. I want to say thank you for all the great music and dedication to spreading the gospel. Uh, yes, absolutely. Definitely heard of Brian Trejo. Thinks, I think he's super dope. Never met the guy. My man Ofe works with him a lot. Um, and that whole Kingdom Music side, um, they're doing great work. He's actually come down here and played in my town, and I've always been out of town when he played, but either way, good dude, good, good, uh, very, uh, a lot of respect. Uh, let's take one off of Instagram here. Um, we got a bunch of people jumping in on the Instant and the Grams. Mr. Izzy7878 says, have you ever heard the Judgment Night soundtrack where they mix rock and rap? That, that is old school. Uh, yes, absolutely. And I didn't like it at all. <laughs> I I was never a big fan of rap rock, but when they did that album, like that was pre, you know, before rap rock got really big. When they did that, I really didn't like it because they took rappers that I liked and like rock bands that I wasn't really interested in and like smashed them together and it was like, I didn't hear anything on there that I was like, yeah. There's only a few rap rock bands that I've ever really vibed with and it's not that I'm hating, it's just... I don't know, man, like, the only two that I've really ever dug uh, is, like, um, uh, uh, you know, Rage Against the Machine and uh, Linkin Park. That's probably the only two, you know what I mean? Um, good question, though. And it's nothing personal. It's just not my thing. Jared Miller on Facebook says, do you perform more, prefer more upbeat rap or mellow sentimental? Yes. I am not, 
you know, married to any of them. I like people that have something to say, and I think you can say something with mellow rap and sentimental rap. You know what I mean? So. Um, <laughs> my man Donut, JJSSB, when's the last time you bought an LRG shirt? <laughs> I'm only laughing because I was just hitting up my man Theory Hazard about LRG the other day. Like, I was like, they still make dope clothes. I don't think, it's been a while. It's been a couple years since I bought an LRG shirt. I would buy an LRG shirt. Actually, I've been on their website looking at their gear lately. Strangely, you would say that. That's the only reason why I'm laughing. Um... <laughs> Uh, Brett J. Porter says, I'm thinking about rapping. Do you think Chicken Sack is a good, <laughs> it's a good rap name? <laughs> chicken Sack. I think Chicken Sack would only be a good rap name if you were Lil Chicken Sack. I think that's how you got to roll with that bad boy. <laughs> My man Pac Paco. My man Pac on the mic. I don't know why I still read that as Paco on the mic. My man Paco, Paco the mic, Pac on the mic. You know, for as well as I know you, Paco, the fact that I still can't read this properly makes no sense. What is the least favorite song you've ever recorded? <laughs> See, this is why we get along so well. You ask good questions. I, I can tell you, like, least favorite song? Uh, it'd be a borderline insulting, probably, to some people that I've either, like, recorded it with them or, like, um, you know... Or, or like insulting to the producer that did it, um, but I could probably say, uh, I don't know if I have least favorite songs as much as I have songs that I regret that I think I could have done better. All right, that's a little better. Um, I like, I, and this isn't even like a bad song as much as it, it you know, I feel like regretful about it. It's a song called "I'm Guilty" that's on Pronounce Five Two um, because I feel like the music of it just came out sounding way too close to one mic by Nas. And I've just, as someone who tries to strive for originality, even though I don't know if my lyrics definitely did, but um, I felt like I could have, that could have came out more original on that song. So, uh, let's grab some more questions on Facebook over here. Alex Owen says, thoughts on mumble rap? <laughs> thoughts on mumble rap? Thoughts on mumble rap. Um, look, I'm a guy who likes lyrics, so you know, would I ever really be into mumble rap? No, because it doesn't it doesn't speak to like the number one thing why I love hip hop, which is the you know be, what's being said. But that being said, I can understand its appeal because it's very melody driven. It's very catchy. It's very like it's all vibey. You know what I'm saying? So. I feel like that era is kind of already over. I don't think people are really out here doing mumble rap like they used to be. Um, so, yeah, man. I don't know if I have anything really to say about it. I don't have thoughts on it because I'm not, not thinking about it. <laughs> uh, Ethan Blake says, Hey, 5-2, what should I do to sound better on GarageBand? Um, get a better microphone? Better recording setup? I don't know. I'm like, There's no way to... I, without knowing what your setup is, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. Let me grab a question off here on um, Instagram. Uh, Jeremy McCroy says, "How many miles are you getting running during this quarantine?" I've been running a ton. Actually, I've kind of stopped counting my miles. Um, I've actually gotten to the point now where I'm averaging about three to four miles when I go out. I never used to run that much, and I'm probably doing that about three to five times a week. So. 
15 miles maybe a week. Maybe it's higher. Maybe it's a little lower. I'm not really sure. Um, but for me, that's a lot. So I'm getting going there. Oh, let's keep it moving. Another question. Um, let me get another question off Facebook here. Stephen Bethesda, Bethesda, Bethesda says, peace of mind, what happened? Uh, that is a long answer, so I would actually just tell you, go check out my podcast. I did a whole podcast about peace of mind. KJ52podcast.com, or you can just subscribe, because it's kind of a long explanation, you know what I mean? But we deep dive into peace of mind quite a bit. It feels like peace of mind is, it's like this one-off rap rock project I did uh, like 18 years ago. So go check that out. I did it with the homies Justin Sarachik. Um, Aaron Lee says, did you ever get into speed rapping so quickly that you pretended to say half the words? Absolutely. And I'm not into speed rapping. So there you go. Um, Jason Picard says, how did you come to know the Lord? How do you pass the importance of that on to your children? First question, I would say go read my book or uh, I would say go, yeah, go read my book. It's, it's a long answer. But um, um, how do you pass the importance of that to your children? Just be yourself. Be real. Be real with your story. Don't hide things from your kids that, you know, they need to know the whole deal. You know what I mean? Uh, let's jump a question over here on Instagram. Two questions. Mr. Izzy7878. Favorite restaurant you visit regularly? Well, it hasn't been a lot lately. Um, favorite restaurant that I visit regularly? I don't really go out to eat very much. If I do, it's like Panera Bread or Jason's Deli or like Cuban Spot. So, uh, I'm not a foodie like I used to be. I should be. Um, Hot Rod Hobbins, what's the difference between an MC and a rapper? Oh, there's a good question. The difference between an MC and a rapper is, I mean, main thing is it's it's a difference between you know loving and knowing the culture of MCing. You know, as Rakim said, MC means to move the crowd, whereas a rapper. Uh, you know, the KRS-One quote is the best way to explain it. Rap is what you do, hip-hop is what you live. So, I could be a rapper as something I'm doing. Uh, Satan's bird is back. I'm going to shoot that bird, I'm telling you. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> whereas anybody can rap, but emceeing is someone that's committed to the craft. The craft of lyricism, the craft of moving the crowd, the craft of punchlines, cadences... Um, content, voice tone, you know, there's just a bigger difference uh, in that. You know, and, and it's the difference between saying hip-hop or rap, you know what I mean? Uh, hip-hop is a culture, rap is one aspect of the culture, so let's keep it moving. Question over here on uh, question over here on Facebook, do you still have Mountain Dew? Come on, man. Uh, Warren Boyette, if you could mash up with a Christian rock band, who would you pick? Mash up with a Christian rock band? Does Mute Math count? <laughs> That's probably the only one I can think of off the top of my head. I've always been a big Mute Math fan. They have great music. Um, but I wouldn't put them in the rock band. They're definitely not a Christian band anymore. Luis Perez, have you ever got a response from your Dear Slim song? You need to read my book. That's in my book. Or go listen to What Happened Was the Mixtape on Spotify. Um... Uh, let's move on here. Another question. Let's do another question here off of Instagram. Uh, favorite rapper, MC of all time. Kind of already answered that. 
Big Boy Nathan, would you ever be a music video on Rapzilla? <laughs> I don't even know what that means, dude. Would I ever be a music video? Would I ever be on a music video on Rapzilla? I got a bunch of music videos on Rapzilla. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that question means. Would I ever just be an all-consuming music video? No, I'm joking. I don't really know what you're saying. Yeah, I have to clarify that one, buddy. Uh, Evan23 Taylor, your favorite TV series? Oh, that's a tough one. Okay, see, that's a tough one. See, when you ask me like stuff like movies, TV, music, those are hard questions for me because that's like my all-consuming world. Um, currently, probably The Office, okay? I'm still re-watching The Office for the three billionth time, and I still find new things that are funny about it. Uh, big Seinfeld fan from back in the day. I don't know if it's as funny to me as it used to be. Um... Um, another TV series. Yeah, it might just be The Office and Seinfeld. Is that, man, I gotta get a little deeper here. Uh, let's move on to a question over here on Facebook. Uh, Brandy Crisp, Brandy Crisp says, what's your favorite kicks of all time? See, uh, Lauren Sanford also asked, where can we pick up your book? KG52book.com. It's right on my website. Or you can get it off of Amazon. You can get it off of Amazon also. Um, Mario Christopher says, How far away from Panama City are you, and would you do your show at Christian Resort with a few hundred teens? Dude, I'm Panama City. But of course I would do a show. Of course. I played Panama City. I played Christian Retreat in Panama City like three gazillion, trillion, zillion, quantillion times. Um, so, you can shoot me a DM, we can set that up. Obviously, we got to get past this quarantine, but, you know. You know, man. Uh, but back to Brandy Crisp's question, which was, favorite kicks of all time. Um, that is going to be Air Maxes, no question. Air Maxes. Air Maxes, and a close second is Jordan 4s. Um... Somebody said, I need to go see Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, or Game of Thrones. Well, first of all, <laughs> I did a whole podcast on Game of Thrones called uh, called Dragon Porn, so I don't think I'll be watching that one. <laughs> I've never seen a Game of Thrones. Better Call Saul, eh. Um, let me get my stupid thing get fixed here. Come on, down. There we go. Uh, Better Call Saul, yeah, I might check that out. Or Breaking Bad. You know, I never watched a single Breaking Bad episode. I went right to the last episode and watched it, and I was like, eh. Um, yeah. Favorite cartoon character, someone said. That's going to be a toss-up between Robotech or Voltron, maybe? That's some old-school Japanime nerd stuff. Uh, Patrick Moore says, would you ever collab with Jason Crab or anyone outside your genre? Jason Crab, the Crab family? That's like Southern Gospel. No, man. I have hung out with them, though. I, I went to Morocco with the Crab family. Um, they're cool people. I don't think that song would work. That's for sure. Uh, Steven Seaman says, is there a way to get a signed copy of your book? Anyone that you purchase off my website is signed. So that's kj52book.com. Um, yeah. Justin Joss, my man Justin, up there in the panhandle. KJ Board's favorite memory. 
Favorite memory of the KJ board? Um, probably when the KJ board just went absolutely haywire and it just got taken over by a bunch of people that didn't even like my music and they were just on there being obnoxious. That's my favorite memory because it showed me that um, doesn't matter how big you are, there's always people that think you're stupid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's my old, man, KJ board, that's a long time ago. My, he's talking about my old message board on my old website from like a bazillion years ago. Uh, for those that are just jumping in, I'm doing a live podcast, strictly Q&A version, and um, probably going to wrap this up in the next couple minutes. But if you got questions, go ahead and drop it in here. I'll give you a little shout out. And um, yeah, uh, Isabel says, during this time in quarantine, how do you stay positive? For us, it's hard having my little one in school missing her friends. I've found that routine has been very helpful for me to stay positive. I've also found that um, exercise has been huge for me. So like my routine is like get up early, pray, talk to God, you know, run, uh, upper body, shower, out the door, like keeping like routine and getting up, something about getting up early makes me go to bed at like a decent hour instead of tossing and turning. Um, that has been like tremendously helpful in like, you know, keeping my head space. I've noticed the days where I don't keep my routine is like the days where I'm more anxious and stuff like that. So, and sunlight. I know that sounds dumb, but like sunlight and diet, huge. You know what I mean? Super huge. Uh, and, and this is over here on Instagram. And Dwell says, why hasn't there been an old school Christian hip hop tour? Um, easy. There's an easy answer to that because you guys don't support it. I mean, it's that simple. Um, there's not enough demand for it. There's not enough people that would actually spend money on it. Um, and honestly, there's not like, you know, older school Christian hip hop doesn't have the, uh, doesn't have the hits like an old school 90s, 80s rap tour would have. You know what I mean? I did a podcast on this too, by the way, uh, kj52podcast.com. I do think some of the artists that are out now will probably be able to do an old school tour 10, 20 years from now um, because their hits are bigger and they've sold more and their reach was bigger. But I think old school Christian rap from the 90s just didn't have the same acceptance level. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it's it's unfortunate, but that's the sad reality of it. Uh, let's keep it moving here. And when I said you guys don't support it, I'm being facetious. I know some of you guys would definitely support it. I'm just saying, by and large, Christian rap fans, regular fans, just they're not going to support it. Um, Aaron Lee says, what was your inspiration for Starbucks takes all my money? It's pretty self-explanatory. I used to drink it at Starbucks a lot. I was at Starbucks way too much back in the day. Um... This is off Facebook. Joel Peter Nichols says, I only ask, since so many people are turning away from God, so should celebrities be afraid of the backlash and their careers for announcing they follow Christ and He's an important part of their life? Um... I'm not really in Hollywood, though I have a lot of people out there that are. Um, I don't know. I mean, you got to count the cost. You know what I'm saying? I know there's plenty of Christians in Hollywood that are doing, you know, they find ways to maneuver and make it work. If there's backlash, it can be backlash. I mean, what do you want to say? Like, you would get bash, you might get backlash just working a job and you got saved and your friends are like, screw you. You know what I mean? Like, 
I don't I don't think that would be any really different. It's just the the parameters are bigger. You know what I mean? You know. Um, and Dwelly says we are going to make it happen and prove you wrong. <laughs> Maybe smaller venues though. <laughs> I'll tell you what. You make it happen and prove me wrong. I will be the first one to buy a ticket. Okay. Um. I'm going to take about another five minutes of questions on here for this podcast. Uh, Olaha Frankfurt says, when and where was your first live rap performance and what was your experience like? My first performance was at a camp um, when I was a senior in high school. And that's all I'm going to tell you. You have to go read my book to find out the rest <laughs> Actually, I'll go ahead and tell you. Uh, I was at a camp called Chrysalis, and I got up and kicked a verse a cappella, and then I told everybody to throw their hands in the air, and then the beat disappeared. So it was not very glamorous, that's for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, and Dwell says, you will be on the bill. Okay, you know, you need to stop, you need to stop teasing me, And and make it happen, Captain. Because, um, you know, this hair is just getting grayer and grayer every day, and pretty soon I'm just going to be in a... Walker with like you know the little tennis balls on the bottom, and I'll be like, you're gonna have to wheel me out to the stage. Uh, <laughs> let's grab a question. Um, let's grab a question off of uh, Facebook here. Uh, Eric Vargas says, "Sup, dude? Loved your music. Thanks for everything." Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, Joel Rodriguez says, "Have you ever thought to collaborate with T-Bone or Grits?" My question is, why don't you interview Funky on your podcast? I've done a song with Grits. Actually, I just did a podcast with Grits. Um, T-Bone, I have asked T-Bone to do a song like a thousand times, and he's turned me down every time. Uh, he keeps telling me he's retired. Uh, and why don't I interview Funky? That's not a bad idea. Uh, probably would do it down the road, though. You know, a little while down the road. Um, Urban Monk says, "What? this is off Instagram, what's your key to your longevity in the game? I don't know if I know what the key is. I could probably just say, listen to God and listen to people. You know what I mean? That's the two most important things you could do. Um, is my neighbor, James Hay says, is my neighbor still moonwalking to your freestyles? She was just out yesterday walking backwards. That was hilarious. Um, Jared Zubrowski says, what's your thoughts on NF? Um, what's my thoughts on NF? I always find it interesting when people ask me what my thoughts are on other people that started in my genre but left, because it's kind of a loaded question. Um, but I'll just say this about NF. So, two things. Well, one, he's a Michigan boy, and if you know anything about Michigan, it looks like an oven mitt. Okay, so I spent my summers up here. And he's from Gladwin, which is about 45 minutes south of where I spent my summers. And I remember doing a show with him, I feel like almost 10 years ago in Michigan. Um, he got done, he, he like opened up at the festival and then I went later and stuff like that. And I remember us just kind of sitting there and, rock, and just hanging out. Um, he was super young. I feel like he was like 18 maybe. And immediately I just understood, without like saying I understood him, I kind of understood him because 
I know what small town Michigan kids are like because that's how I spent my summers, you know, hanging out with small town Michigan kids. So like, especially that area where he's from. So I understood a lot of it, you know what I mean? And, and it was cool, you know, like, I don't know, just, it was, that was it. And then I saw his kind of ascent and then our paths started crossing more. And so the more we got to talking, the more it was like, we realized that we had like, you know, I mean, we're years apart, but I'm saying like that Michigan connection was kind of like, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I know where that is. He knows where this is. Yeah, you know what this is. Okay, cool. Um, and then when I saw him, you know, I remember talking to him where he looked at me, we were hanging out and he goes, this is going to be my last Christian show. He's like, I'm not doing any more after this. And we hung out a lot that day. Um, we actually went to Whole Foods together, <laughs> which is weird because none of these Christian rappers ever want to go eat at Whole Foods. They want to go eat at like garbage spots. And we, we hung out a lot. We talked about running. We talked about eating healthy. Um, he kind of was talking about, you know, the Christian music industry and how like it wasn't really, you know, conducive to what he was trying to do and things like that. And then, you know, I played a show that he had played the year before and he'd kind of like warned me about some of the stuff and I was sending him a text like, thanks for the warning. Anyway, the point being is, I remember kind of telling him at that time, I was like, dude, you know, um, I'm going to commit to praying for you for 30 days straight. I'm going to text you every day. I said, you okay if I do that? And he was like, yeah. And every day I just sent him a text. I'd pray for him and I'd say, this is what I feel like God... I want to share with you. And then kind of after that, you know, we just just lost contact, like happens to a lot of people. And then, you know, next thing you know, he's on mainstream radio and, and all this is shooting through the roof. And so the really last time I really ever talked to him was like when his record dropped and it like did all those, you know, I think it debuted number one. And I just texted him and just said, hey man, congratulations. You know, Music wise, I was kind of like, I'm just not into like angry raps, you know what I mean? That's just, ne I've never been into that stuff. And I'm not saying all of NF's music is like that, but I'm saying that type of content is just not what I'm into. But I'll never forget, about two years ago, I played um, uh, Let Me Down for my youth group and I built a whole message around it. And it, it really impacted those kids. And I was like, now I understand how this music works in the context of reaching people. But, you know, again, I haven't really talked to him since then. It's been years. I hope and I pray he's doing well. Uh, you know, the mainstream industry is a pain. It's not easy to navigate in spiritually. Um, I hope he's got good people around him. I hope he's plugged in at church. You know, so I got married, so good for him. I think that's great. Other than that, that's it. And I know this is the part where everyone sends me send 10,000 things. You should do a song with him. It doesn't work like that, y'all. <laughs> but anyway, that's it. There you go. Um, Maria Patricia says, you're my favorite rock artist. All right. Let's move on to, uh, let's move on to another question. <laughs> Memes for Jesus said, KJ walks so NF could run. <laughs> I don't know about that. I did see a meme one time. It's like said I was his dad or something like that. I thought that was funny. Uh, let's move on. I'm going to take uh, two more questions off each platform. So I'm going to take two more off here and then two more off here. Um, let's take two more. Two more off Instagram and two more off Facebook. I might have to scroll back. I need another one. 
Vincent Greens the second says, "Can we get a story about the song you did with R. Swift, Flavor of Forever?" Wow. Okay. So that's taking it back. Um, so shout out to my man R. Swift. I met him a long time ago. Uh, he told me that he was a big Sons of Intellect fan, which is like the old Golden Child KJ era, or maybe he meant the Seventh Avenue era. And so he came to me. He said he wanted me to do a song. He said, "I want that old Sons of Intellect." KJ and I'm like it's gonna be kind of hard like that was from like 10-15 years ago but I said alright and so he sent I'll never forget this he sent me a beat I wrote to the beat and it was like more kind of a Tribe Called Quest jazzy vibe and then I sent him my vocals and he changed the whole beat around so like it was a totally different track like I had kicked one verse to one vibe and then he changed the total vibe and so like what ended up he actually put out was different than what I had recorded to. Um, not that I was off beat or anything, but, you know, that's kind of just really the story. I remember he was like a little salt, not salty, but he was like, yo, man, why'd you put my government name on there? <laughs> but uh, shout out to R. Sweezy. Artie's down in Atlanta. I hope he's doing well. Flavor of forever. Flavor of forever. Let me get it. Uh, Ken Squire says, why did you retire from making music? I never retired from making music. I've said this as many stars are in the sky. I've said I did not retire from music. So uh, I said I retired KJ52. Do you know, man? Y'all got to pay attention. That's why I wrote a song called Pay Attention on my last song, album called Victory Lap, which you didn't pay attention to. That's why I wrote the song. There's nothing more ironic than writing a song called Pay Attention that people don't pay attention to. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Let's keep it moving. I need another. I need another uh, question off of Instagram. Michael Beach says, "I would love a feature." Michael, you need to get on my Patreon. I'm doing a feature, fe a feature, a feature festival. I'm doing a feature thing right now. You can get on my song by going to patreoncom forward slash kj 52 and checking out the "I Believe" track. All right. Uh, that's also on my Instagram. I need another question off of Facebook. Uh, Patrick Moore says, what's your take on Kanye West getting saved? Who else would you like to see get saved? I don't think I have the power to do that. <laughs> and you get saved, and you get saved, and you get saved. Um, it's an odd question. I want everybody to get saved. I don't want to just selectively pick people to get saved because I like their music or their art. That's an odd question. But I did a whole podcast on my thoughts on Kanye West. You should go check it out. It's kj52podcast.com um, because that's sort of a very nuanced question. But uh, we did a really good deep dive into that on that episode. So, I need one more question off Instagram. Let's go. What you guys got? Young... Young Ibo says, do you think Kanye's genuine? All right, so that is a good question because I, too, like a lot of I've seen them come and go, you know, with their sincerity. Celebrities get saved. Um, but a friend of mine who is a promoter that I've done stuff with for a long time, uh, shout out to my man Scott Dawson, brought him in back in January for Kanye's... Um, uh, of, uh, Jesus is King choir deal set up. I'm blanking out. I'm tired. 
and uh, he had nothing but amazing, great things to say about him. So I trust him. I think he's a good judge of character. So if he says it, I'm pretty much on board. So there you go. Last question off of Facebook. Um, Katrina says, Christina says, who would you want to do a song with? Michael says, anyone you want to do a song with? I kind of already answered that, so um, it's a common question. It's not your fault, but I'm going to get a different one. I'm going to get a different answer. A different question. Brock Tab, you ever got a response from M on Dear Slim? You need to read my book. You need to read my book. Need to, need to, need to read my book. You need to read my book, and you'll know the answer to the question. Um, yeah, it's a long answer, so go check out the book, What Happened Was, I talk about it, uh, or you can listen to it on Spotify, What Happened Was, the mixtape, alright? Last question off of the Instagrams, break it down, or I'll take one more off of Facebook. What do we got here? For those that are just tuning in don't know why I'm going like this, it's because I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, Big Boy Nathan says, Nathan, you've asked me 7,000 questions. I love you, man, but I, you, you're hogging the questions. Okay, you're a question hog. And I mean that in the nicest way possible because you're passionate. But uh, I do need to grab somebody else's question. <laughs> um... guys are tongue-tied nobody's got a question all right well i guess i'll just exit stage left right here uh love you guys appreciate y'all thank you for uh tuning in to the first ever kj52 live okay brianna lewis here she goes shout out to brianna lewis and um all right, last, here's my last two questions, and I'll wrap it up here. Brianna Lewis says, is Florida crazy? Florida never stopped being crazy, Brianna. All right, you just left. We're crazy as ever. Uh, and <laughs> um, over here, uh, Godly Maid said, anyone you're mentoring. It's been interesting trying to do mentorship in this setting, so I'll probably say no, not right now, but I am you know, serving as a pastor, so... I guess that's all mentoring, right? Um, but yeah. All right, you guys. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I hope you have an incredible Monday. Uh, I'm going to go put my kids to bed. I right? Love you all. God bless.